testing, 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 hey, testing, testing. <clears throat> hello, 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 hello. <laughs> um, hi guys, thank you so much for taking the time out to come and listen to my first ever podcast series. Um, I just wanted to say before you do actually start listening to this that this episode that I've uploaded is the first ever episode that I've ever recorded and edited myself. Um, so please do forgive me for how badly it is done um however I do promise moving forward that all the rest of the episodes will be edited and be available to you at a high standard hi everyone and welcome to my first episode of my chat and chill podcast um this episode is called living life extra um it's a little different to what the rest of my podcast series is going to be like because for this first episode i've invited my friend geneva on to interview me and ask me some questions about myself um i've done this because i wanted people who don't know me personally to have a little insight into what i'm like as a person and how i am um so they hopefully have more of an understanding of why i am the way i am and obviously end up liking me and so (laughs) this is my friend geneva hi guys um so yeah i'm gonna hand over to geneva will be asking me the questions (laughs) okay so the first section of the podcast is the boring basics where we find out the nitty-gritty about patrice so to start off with what is your full name so my full name is patrice grace ennis hart and why do you have that name? Who called, Who named you? I'll name me Patrice. Um, she chose that name out of the film Coming to America. There's a mad girl in that called Patrice and yeah, she chose me that name. <laughs> okay, so exactly like you now. Yeah. And P, how old are you? I am... 21? No, <laughs> um, I'm 27 years young, um, but I look 16, so it's not really an issue, really, is it? And you know, black don't cry. Black don't cry. <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> okay, and P, where do you live? I am from Manchester, and within Manchester, I live in Longside, which not many people believe because I'm not ghetto. Um, <laughs> but obviously, I live in the posh part of Longside that many people would argue doesn't exist, but there is a posh part of Longside, and it's my street. <laughs> Okay, and Pete, are you a mummy's or a daddy's girl? Um, I don't think I'm either of those. However, if I had to choose, I'd be more of a mummy's girl, only because me and my dad argue quite a lot. Like, we clash quite a bit. I think it's because we're similar, um, mainly because I literally just don't listen. Like, I'm so lazy and it obviously gets on under his skin. What star sign are you? I'm a Libra. Okay, so you're supposed to be balanced, I think, as a Libra. What about your dad and your mum? My mum's a Gemini, split personality. Split personality. <laughs> she got a split personality. She got a split personality. Uh, and my dad, I don't know what my dad is, but I know his birthday is like the back end of August. So I'm going to say the date because it's probably wrong. <laughs> but my dad don't celebrate birthdays and stuff like that, to be honest. So I forget when it is. No, I do. And then my mum goes, it's your dad's birthday tomorrow. I'm like, right. I go JD, hook him up with a night tracksuit. <laughs> at least you get it, like, yeah. even if it's at the very yeah. last minute. Okay, so you've got your mum and your dad. Do you have any siblings? Yep, I've got an older sister, an older brother, and a younger sister. Okay, so you're the middle child. How is it being a middle child? It's a sticky one, that Geneva, because everyone knows the middle child is not loved. <laughs> <laughs> now, my parents love me, obviously. I'm a great kid, but... um don't know like I feel like everyone who's a middle child feels the same like they get a bit overlooked they're just 
the lost child, I feel, personally, anyway. And so does J. Cole. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a trap on it. <laughs> okay, so you're the middle child. How is it being a big sister? I love being a big sister. Um, I joke about all the time and say to my mum that I practically raised Tia. Um, obviously, no discredit to my mum. She's a fantastic mum. But, like, yeah, I taught Tia a lot of the things, like riding a bike, how to spell a name. Like, I loved having a little sister for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Then she got to that age where she wanted to come everywhere with me being my business, with me and my friends, and I hated her. Um, but now, like, we got on really, really well. And, like, yeah, I'm the sister's keeper, no one messes with Tia Geneva no one (laughs) (laughs) okay so what do you do as your job um I am a training coordination manager manager Manager. (laughs) (laughs) um um, I work for Reed um yeah that's all I'm gonna say on that topic to be honest because it's not what I want to do with my life so okay so now that you've said that what did you want to be when you was growing up and what is your dream job or what are your next steps I've always wanted to be an actress growing mm-hmm. up, um, which I still intend to do. Um, and growing up, I've always wanted... Did I just say that? Sorry, I'm repeating myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> growing up, yeah, I've always wanted to be an actress. I still intend on being an actress. If not an actress, I want to be involved in the entertainment scene. Like, I've always wanted to be a radio presenter as well, to be honest. And it's, I don't know, recently, like, really hard, though. I think, oh, how can I get on one extra? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Okay, so... You've mentioned one extra. Can I ask why are you so extra? Do you know what? People, I'm glad you've asked me this question actually because people misunderstand me so much, Geneva. Like they think I put this on like, but it's just so natural. Sometimes I'm doing stuff and I'm like to myself, just chill out. (laughs) Why are you jumping up and down like an idiot? (laughs) But like something just gets inside my whole soul and just, yeah, I don't know. It's It's just natural. I don't put it on. It's just the way I am. I'm just that girl (laughs) and p what three words describe you best well i'm gonna say extra because everyone says i'm extra anyway um i'll say bubbly and i think i'm laid back like very laid back more so now than i used to be anyway like i genuinely don't have energy for anything like i just like chilling i don't like shouting just like being in a relaxed environment minding my business okay And the last question to tie everything together is why have you decided to start this podcast? Um, Well, obviously, it's no secret to people that I love chatting. So I thought, (laughs) ooh, why not record myself chatting, bring people on, catch joke, bit of a vibe. Um, And I don't know, I feel like a lot of podcasts I listen to, they're in like either different countries or in London and stuff. There's nothing in Manchester. Like there's so many people in Manchester that are good to talk to, got so many good stories and stuff. Um, And I don't know, I just think it's a step closer for me being involved with entertainment scene and what I want to do like I'm just here to make people laugh entertainer that you entertain you (laughs) are very funny okay so the next section of the questions are the deep stuff are you ready for these I'm ready okay so my first question is who has been the biggest influence in your life and what lessons did that person or entity teach you um Wait, recap that question. That one didn't sink in. (laughs) Okay, so what has been or who has been the biggest influence in your life and what lesson did that person slash entity teach you? Um, I'd say my mum. I don't know, I think my mum's a very, very positive person. Like, she's been through a lot of 
things in her life um dealt with an illness and stuff and had a lot of setbacks and she's just still positive like I could have I don't know I could lose five pound and the whole world's ended for me mm-hmm. whereas my mum could lose five million pound and she'd still be positive that might be obviously her faith and what she believes in and stuff but I don't know she's just a very positive person um and my mum's always taught me as well like never give up and stuff and especially when I'm when I'm feeling down she doesn't believe in like feeling down and being depressed and anxiety and all that stuff so I don't know she just makes me think of the bigger picture all the time instead of actually living in that moment and feeling like I am down and stuff yeah my mama so when you have a family one day god willing what is something that you'll tell your kids that you've learned specifically from your mum don't let a trash boy take you for some sort of idiot (laughs) (laughs) no i'm joking i'm joking um i don't know just never give up always stay positive and no matter what the setback is and how far it sets you back just still continue going like that's what she's always taught me like literally like no setback setting you back too far for you to continue going so yeah okay so you've got many passions i know you like to act mm-hmm. i've heard you sing i've also heard yeah. you rap <laughs> Go on. but out of everything you go into uni you work in what do you think has been your most important lessons that you've learned in your life um i'd say it's not to rely on anyone <clears throat> that's a big 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 lesson for me um whether that be relationships friendships family members like I've learned all the skills and knowledge and everything I need just to rely solely on myself obviously I'm still going to rely on my parents for a lot of things they teach me all the lessons in life and stuff but yeah I only rely on myself like I hate asking people for favors and stuff like and that's something I've learned through growing up like I would rather struggle than ask anyone for anything and if I do ask someone for anything it's because I've tried every single thing possible Mm -hmm. before I have to ask that person yeah I just don't like relying on anyone yeah I've learned a big lesson yeah you are Patrice no you are actually a very strong independent strong black woman (laughs) (laughs) okay so moving on from that when in your life have you felt most alone so for you to say like quite a deep answer like that do you know what I genuinely think it was when I went to uni like that was a big shock for me so obviously I'm gonna use the word popular but in college and stuff like I was popular had many friends and stuff and then I went to university and the people were not like me like so where did you go for uni I went to UCLan in Preston Mm -hmm. the worst uni in the world no one go there (laughs) (laughs) and what did you study Uh, contemporary theatre and live performance okay so how was your time there well Geneva. Literally, when I moved in, I remember driving there with my pet. Well, I had to audition first to get onto the course. I auditioned and stuff. The uni looked sick. I was like, yeah, it's going to be sick, this. Then moved in a couple of months later, and I remember driving there, just looking at the ends like, where the fuck am I? What have I done? What have I done? Anyway, mum and dad moved me in and whatever, and everyone left, and I was just there alone thinking, oh my God, what? the fuck is this did you live in halls yeah okay but even the people in halls like also all my friends if you're listening to this like they weren't like me so Mm -hmm. I remember moving in thinking oh my god what have I done so for like two weeks straight I didn't go to uni I stayed in the room I don't even know if my mum and dad know this they're gonna know now (laughs) I stayed in my room straight like I literally had no friends like um then I became really good mates with my flatmate Johnny he's completely different to me but then when we got 
talking and stuff we're into the same music and stuff and whatever so that was good mm-hmm. and then on my course a group of girls came up to me speaking to me first because I sat there not speaking to anyone <laughs> like, I was there in lectures and doing group work just on my own not speaking to anyone because I was just like nah sacking this off sacking it off then I eventually did tell mum I didn't tell her I didn't go to uni for two weeks but I was like oh like I, I don't like it it's not me mum was like there's no way you're giving up you're a strong black woman <laughs> over my dead body blah blah and then because my group of friends that actually did make the effort with me, who were on my course, I don't know, it started to become a lot easier for me and I started, you know, mixing in with people and stuff, but they were still very different to me. Um, but yeah, then I, then I did start to enjoy it after a while, but I, I still in the back of my head always wanted to leave. Mm-hmm. And did you stick it out for the second and third year? Unfortunately, I did. I wanted to drop out of first year and it was so funny because I was moving in with my uni friends and one of my friends, Ali... And she ran me in the summer holidays and she was like, you've not put your deposit down on the house. I was like, yeah, no, I don't think I'm coming back. She was like, yeah, you are. She's like, you're not leaving me on this course on my own. So I was like, yeah, yeah, baby, yeah, 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 sort it out, sort it out. Then I ghosted her for a while and she kept contacting me and whatever then. I eventually paid the deposit, moved in, but did you even in the first week? I remember thinking, nah, I ain't doing this. <laughs> get me on an apprenticeship, get me on a nails and beauty course or whatever the hell because uh, I can't do it anymore and then I don't know I just stuck it out forced myself to stay there and I, I hated every minute of it like I feel for me university <laughs> was one of my setbacks I wasted three years doing something that I had no interest in why do you feel like university was a setback and knowing what you know now what would you tell your younger self I thought it was a setback because I just wasted three like I didn't learn anything on that course at mm-hmm. all. The only thing I learned was how to do a spinal roll. Like, they didn't teach me <laughs> anything. And I believe, I don't know, like, when you want to do acting and stuff, I feel like you can't be taught how to actually either got it or you have it. And I mm-hmm. had it, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just be real, like, <laughs> I had it. Um, and that the type of acting and stuff they were teaching me just wasn't what I was interested in at all. So mm-hmm. I was very disengaged with the course. Um, what was the other question? Um, so what would you tell your younger self? I would tell my younger self, don't rush into it. I felt like I had to go to uni because I was mm-hmm. in the system, finished school, went to college, thought, all right, okay, I need to go to university. I would tell my younger self to take time out, decide what I want to do, and then go to uni if I want to go to university. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity getting on the course and going through university, but yeah, it was just a big waste of time. That's how I personally feel anyway. It was just a waste of time. So yeah, I'll tell my younger self just to chill out, get to know yourself first, what you want to do. I know people as well. This is what gets me vexed, you know. <laughs> he went done one day at a university and they're smashing life. Yeah, them apprenticeships that were paying £90 a week and I'll pay 90 grand a year for people I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, So I feel like I've been absolutely had off. I've been sold dreams. Like university is one big lie, I think, personally anyway. I think so too because people say like, if you're academic, then you go to uni and that's, like, yeah, the yeah. path that you're shoved down. I think up. for me as well, like, I had a big shock because, <clears throat> like, I'm a very smart girl. Like, I'm going to discredit myself. But the types of essays and stuff they wanted from me, G, like, mm-hmm. my mind couldn't... I couldn't relax and get the stuff done. I was doing it, but not to a high, high level that I thought I'd be able to do. And because the college I went to, it was quite late. But to be honest, college was just a bit of bit of a joke for me I just went there for the laugh so I'm not even joking like I went there for the laugh so then going into such a serious environment and the, the competition oh my god everyone just wanted to be the best have the best essay blah 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 and I just weren't about it yeah I just hated it okay so 
Is that one of your biggest regrets and do you have any other major regrets? I think that is one of my biggest regrets going to university. I genuinely believe I'll be in a different position to what I'm in now. I think I'd be doing what I love. I would have mm. literally grafted them three years to get as much experience under my belt, networking and stuff. I feel like I genuinely do believe I'll be in a different position. Um, so that is one of my regrets. But another regret I'd say is getting in a relationship so young. Like mm. at like 16, I was like in a five year deep relationship. I literally thought like, oh, this guy's my life. Mm-hmm. And then when that relationship ended, fucking hell's distraught. <laughs> <laughs> so what distraught. what happened in the relationship that makes you regret it so much? I didn't go, I miss out on a lot of things. I didn't mm-hmm. go on holidays. I didn't go clubbing much and stuff like that. And I feel like they were big parts of my life that I should have been involved with. Like, I only went on, like, my first holiday, like, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> whereas some of my friends were doing it at 17, 18, and I was making excuses where I could go. I've had jobs and stuff, like, mm-hmm. and I'm sure my mum and dad would have helped me to go on these holidays. So, yeah, I just feel like I missed out. Too busy focusing on man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did you learn from that relationship? Do you know what I learned? That... I'm a strong bitch, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really strong, yeah, like, because obviously when you're young, you think you've got all the answers when you really, really don't, and then you get so many life lessons just dashed at your left, right and centre, Um, but just getting through them, yeah, so that's what that relationship taught me, and yeah, I wouldn't, when I have kids, obviously, 16, I think, is an okay age to get a boyfriend, but I would try and advise them to live your life, go and get holiday, go on these holidays, do what you've got to do before, actually, thinking that this man's going to be the guy you're with for the rest of your life. Some people it works out for, but some it really doesn't, and the majority it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we spoke about relationships. Do you believe in true love and commitment? Wow. What are you trying to tap into? <laughs> I don't know. I do believe in true love. I definitely do believe in true love. Like, I genuinely do. Because someone was my soulmate. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. Have you met your soulmate? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think I have. Yeah. I really <laughs> want to press into this. <laughs> well, you better. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna hear some scuffling soon. It's me knocking out Geneva. <laughs> Um, yeah, I actually think I have, yeah. Okay, so you spoke about your soulmate and perhaps meeting your soulmate. So what makes you happiest within your life? Is it your soulmate or is it stuff that you do? First of all, it ain't no man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, do you know what, what makes me peace just makes me happy like I'm at a point in my life now where I'm not involved in any drama Mm -hmm. I never was involved with drama drama just followed me (laughs) I'm not involved in any drama I'm just chilling I go to work come home do what I want to do eat out 
watch Netflix, binge watch stuff and I'm just happy doing it. Like having a stress-free, peaceful life just makes me happiest most. And obviously seeing my family do well and stuff and yeah. Okay, and you said about the drama. So what is the one thing you wished people knew about you? That I'm not this dramatic bitch that everyone (laughs) thinks I am. Like, um, I know my life is very dramatised and... I'm always here for the laughs and the jokes, but I'm a very laid back, chilled person. I know a lot of people think I'm a bitch. Like, I think, mm-hmm. oh, she thinks she's too nice. She's this, she's that. Like, we can't argue on the straight 10, Jimmy, but like, we can't argue on <laughs> joke. um, all jokes aside. No, but I am a genuine nice person. Like, when people are around me, it's nothing but laughs, good joke, banter. Um, and I think I am very, very misunderstood. People see the things I put on Instagram and think, oh my God, who's this girl think she is? But I'm just putting it out there for laughs. Like, I'm not doing it because I think I'm sick or I think I'm too good or... Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just laughs. Okay. What, where do you think people, or why do you think people have got that impression of you? Haters, Geneva. That's what, like, haters. <laughs> and motivators. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Maybe from how I was back in the day. Like, I used to be mouthy. I'd be on Twitter arguing with people. I'd have a lot to say. always have the last say. So I think people still think I'm that girl. But I've removed myself from a lot of things in the last 12 months. Like, and a lot of people. Like, don't get me wrong. People are still my friends. And I still love people to bits. But I don't know. I've just moved. Like, a lot of my friends as well. I'll fight a lot of my friends' battles. Mm-hmm. And then get myself involved in their dramas and stuff. And then the next thing, they're back with the boyfriend. Or the girl that they hated. The best friend or whatever. And I thought, wow, I'm actually creating enemies here sticking up for people so I've just taken myself away from a lot of stuff and just focusing on myself so I think people still think I'm that immature stupid mouthy girl when I'm not I've still got a mouth I still cuss people (laughs) if anyone needs cussing you're gonna get cussing okay so you said that you've changed within the last 12 months so what has changed most about you just my chill like I'm so chilled like I don't even have the energy to argue like people have said to me recently oh this person said this about you oh, and usually I'm like get up, get up, blah, blah, blah. it's on site it's on site but I genuinely don't even have the time for it. I'm just like oh do you know what they can think what they want because they actually don't know me like they go on my Instagram and think they know me because I've put this picture up with this caption but no one actually knows me there's like very few people that know me my mum don't even know who I am sometimes <laughs> and what made you change I don't know, I just woke up one day and I just thought, wow, like, I can't be dealing with this life anymore, like, I just want a stress-free, peaceful life, focusing on myself, so yeah, I just stopped going out, um, I don't know, I think I became very lazy, so I got used to being in my own bubble, and I'm still in that bubble, but I'm happy being in that bubble as well, if you know what I mean, so yeah, that's why I just changed, it was natural. When you said you stopped going out, do you think that going out um made the situation worse or like what I was just everywhere just mm-hmm. in business and stuff that like I didn't need to be in um obviously not bad business but I'd be everywhere see everything that's going on know mm-hmm. who's doing this with whatever person and blah, blah now I don't have a clue about anything that is going on unless people outside of my little bubble tell me and half the time I'm not even interested if it doesn't benefit me I genuinely don't have the time for it and um obviously there's people who still go out have good times and do what they've got to do that's absolutely fine but for me personally when I go out now I have shit times like I'm literally home by like half 10 11 like, <laughs> like it's that bad 
it's that bad for me. Okay, so you've mentioned about having like shit times and things of that nature. So have you had to remove yourself from a certain situation or groups to make these changes? Mm, didn't you about at work, you should know I will cuss everybody. <laughs> Do you know what? I think at work as well, that's where I have realised how much I've changed because in my old job, when I worked at JD Sports, mm-hmm. I'd cuss managers, staff, customers, anyone. If I believed in something or they was wrong or whatever, I'm making sure, you know. Whereas now, at work, like people will get me vexed or piss me off, whatever. And I just I just brush it under the carpet. And obviously, that's not to say I'm a walkover, but it's yeah. you don't want me to blow in it because you, cause you, 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 you ain't going to like it. No, you have changed because I remember, disclaimer, <laughs> so one of the first, in the first couple of weeks that I met Patrice, we had a group called, do you remember, with the Lewis and Clyde? <laughs> <laughs> and um, let's just say the call got a little bit heated and Patrice was ready and raring to go and I had to put her on mute and just cuss her <laughs> with the client still rambling in the background and from her like that was like a year ago or yeah. a year and a half ago to now actually managing the team <laughs> managing everyone's expectations running the team fantastically like I can tell you have Do you know changed what's actually so much mad before you came I took a call from someone the girl's being rude on the phone. I started going, do you think I get paid enough to listen to you? Like, I, had to, I had to check myself. I had to check myself. Like, wow, you're at work. Like, you're kind of really, you're, 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 not, you're not on road now. Like, you need to shit. Honestly, I started losing it. And I was like, oh, God, I've got to get special. Okay, yeah, thank you for that. Okay, bye. But yeah, no, like, the way I am at work, like, that's how I know, like, wow, you're really changed. Do you think these changes you've made are for the better? Yeah. Like, People haven't been getting cussed off me in Geneva, so they're living happy life now. No, no. Um, yeah, I feel a lot better in myself as well. I just don't feel, like, so angry and aggressive and whatever. I genuinely do not have the time for it. Like, the second I get angry or whatever, I just think, no, not investing in it, not investing in it. The only time now I'd really get angry is someone mess with my mum or my little sister. Like, every, everybody knows don't mess with tea. Don't mess with do tea. Not, like... <laughs> I will explode, like, tea, all tea has to do is send me one text message. I'm walking out of wherever I am, and it's on site, like, yeah, that's the only things that could get me mad now, like, anyone messing with my nieces, my mum, mm-hmm. my sister, like, then obviously I'll erupt, but other than that, I doubt I'll ever get mad. The of the podcast is the fun stuff, so these are going to be quick fire questions, Patrice, right. um, are you ready? Yeah. Okay, so the first one, have you peed yourself in public? Yeah. <laughs> what, I had to piss myself on the back as well because the door's about ten feet deep. Ten, that's double figures. That is not big enough. Gee, it was a backwards roller coaster. <laughs> I can't help my bladder in them situations. What do you want me to do? <laughs> okay, next one. What is your biggest fear? Dropping down the stairs backwards. I'm oh. seeing a theme with the backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, dropping down the, sca- the stairs backwards has been my fear from like young like I'm terrified of it I don't know why I think I must have watched one show one time and a girl dropped down the stairs backwards and she was like paralyzed for life I'm, I'm literally scared of that yeah some people say spiders Patrice and you say <laughs> dropping down the stairs can you even imagine I can't dance <laughs> for the rest of my life Nah, like I just yeah nah okay do you cover your eyes during a scary part of the film yeah I am not here for scary films I ain't got time for it <laughs> I don't care 
Do I'm in the cinema. Like, ah! <laughs> You're that person. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. Don't could be a first scene horror film. I am screaming over here. I don't buy horrors at all. Do I got time for it? Okay, what is your favourite film of the year? Love the Grudge. Okay, what books are you reading at the moment? I'm reading a book called, I don't even know what it's called, but it's, I think it's called The Money Book or The Money Guide. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about like how to save correctly, how to buy a house, where to cut down your costs, budgeting well and stuff, um, which I find very useful. And I think it's stuff that they should have taught us in school. And I'm reading a book on the SAS because I'm really, really, really addicted to watching SAS Who Dares Wins. And if you don't watch it, watch it because it's so sick. Okay, what are three things on your bucket list? I want to go to Bali, mm-hmm. or Bali, however you say it. Why Bali? Oh, it just looks so magical. So, imagine the pictures I'll get there. Imagine the heat on the grass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go to Bali. Um, ooh, three things on my bucket list. Well, that's a tricky one, you know. Do Shall we come back to that one? Yeah, come back to that. Okay. Do you sing in the shower? Sing, I perform like no joke. Are you gonna My give us a little bitches? Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! And I think, girl, only one song in, you know, we've got another six to go. Yeah, I'm forever singing and shouting, no matter what time of day. Like when I get up in the work in the morning for work at half six, I'm performing. I start off with do 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 bring the band. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Okay, what is your favourite app and why? Ooh. Do you know what my favourite app is? Twitter. Like, Twitter is banter. Do you know why I like Twitter? Because everyone's there for the laughs. Like, that's what I'm here for. Do you know what I mean? I feel like Instagram. I do like Instagram, but it's a bit too serious, man. Everyone feels like they need to look a certain way, act a certain way, and all that, yeah. I'm kind of actually going off Instagram. Even I think it shows too much meat. of your best Yeah, best yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's not real. Yeah. Okay. Where is the worst smelling place you've ever been? Oh my god, the 192 bus. You're so lucky you're not from these ends, Geneva. That bus stinks. Oh my god, no matter what time of the morning you get on there, it stinks of shit. Bad, bad shit, man. Bad armpits. Okay, what would you rate your looks on a scale of 1 to 10? Where else is that <laughs> Just for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to say 6. But everyone knows. <laughs> I'm gonna say ten. I'm confident. Personality. Ten. Like, do you know what though? Ten. <laughs> like looks, I might not be there in looks, but like I can guarantee I'm funnier than a lot of these pretty stunning girls out there. So I, I'll I'll take being ugly any day. I'd rather be you're ugly not ugly. Than, I know I'm not, but I'm just saying that. <laughs> if anyone thinks I am ugly, the modesty guys. I'd rather take being ugly and having a sick personality. Okay, would you tell someone, a stranger, if they had a bogey in their nose? <laughs> I don't think I would. That is bad, Mike. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think it's awkward telling someone they've got a bogey in their nose. It's not my business. How do you feel when you've had a bogey in your nose <laughs> and no one's told you? I don't get bogeys. <laughs> no, obviously I do feel betrayed, but I just wouldn't know how to bring myself to tell someone they've got a bogey in the nose. Would you tell your friend? Yeah, I'd tell my friend. I'd be like, right, I get a massive assault, you know? But, like, <laughs> if it's a stranger, yeah, no, I don't think I could. 
Have you ever practiced kissing in the mirror? <laughs> Not <before. laughs> yeah. Do you know what I used to do? I used to put my hands like this, like in the kind of shape of lips. Like, oh, doing a madness. <laughs> did i'm not even joking yeah okay p if you changed your name what would your new name be and why that's a bit of a tricky one i don't know i genuinely don't know i think my mum clearly didn't think about my name when she chose it because i actually don't like it so i think it's something i'd have to think long and hard about i couldn't just fire out a name now would you take your husband's name when you get married depends what it is it really, it has to like ring, have a ring to it. Like if it doesn't, then no, I wouldn't. Do you want kids? Mm, I only want one. Is that bad? Really? Yeah. I just like Geneva. I can't handle a simple belly ache. Like so, like, <laughs> me in labour, I cannot imagine myself going through it twice. What if you have twins? Obviously, then obviously, that, nothing I can do there. But I genuinely do think I only want one. I probably have two because everyone says, "Oh, having one, it's tight, the lonely." But Labour terrifies me. I think I'm going to be late to have kids, to be honest. How old do you think you'll be when Probably you Probably about kids? 40. Really? Gee, I'm scared. <laughs> but there's so many risks associated when you're 40. But I'm scared, though. <laughs> Obviously, if it happens, it happens. It's a blessing at the end of the day, but I ain't trying to have more than one. Are you single? We were drinking one. <laughs> no, I'm actually not. Are you right? Um... Just had to pause that, guys, because Geneva couldn't believe what she was hearing. You must be a lucky man. Very lucky. What is the last thing that you googled? Not gonna be a lie. I think I was hearing it before I came in. You <laughs> are such a hypochondriac. Oh yeah, so I just googled like sharp chest pains. Oh, what did it say? Not from what I know. I'm lucky <laughs> to be here, to be honest. Have you now diagnosed yourself? Yeah, with... well, it told me to go to the hospital, but I've been having these pains like all day. Like, it's quite serious, to be honest. <laughs> but, Geneva, if I don't make it, make sure this podcast goes out to you, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> what celebrity would you rate as a perfect 10? Anthony Joshua, and I don't care what you have to say. Don't <laughs> claim him or beg him. Anthony Joshua, perfection. And last but not least, what is your favourite quote? Uh, get rich or die trying. Why does that resonate with you? Because I'm out here grafting, so I can be financially free, do you need? Do you know the hours that I'm putting in? Well, no, I'm not going above and beyond in my job at the minute, but... Um, yeah, get rich or die trying. Obviously, everyone wants to be rich, everyone wants to be financially free, and that's the, the goal. Okay, so guys, that was the end of the podcast. Sorry, Geneva, I should be doing that. Oh, no, <laughs> She's trying to shade me, guys. I just want to let everyone know that this is actually my podcast. Like, this is just a one-off Geneva being here interviewing me. If you guys want to see me more often <laughs> on the podcast, no one had one Instagram, please. It's no joke. Um, but yeah, thanks, Geneva, for lending me some of your time, asking me questions. I couldn't think of anyone better to do it. Thank You're you very well suited. Me. No problem. I hope you can come back soon. Joke. No joke. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.